0: Welcome to the Communication 24-7 Podcast, where we communicate about how we communicate. I'm your host, Jennifer Furlong. Perception is at the heart of all communication activity. Because humans are, by nature, egocentric beings, it's easy for us to forget that just because something isn't happening to us or hasn't happened to us or to someone we know, well, that doesn't mean that it's not happening somewhere else, that it's not happening at all. Our experiences shape our understanding of the world and the lenses through which we see the world. And it's easy to forget that in communication, It is possible for two things to be true at the same time. The meanings we derive from a word or a phrase or an action, those meanings are our own. And that's because meanings rest in people. Every communication act we perform, whether it be through the clothes we choose to wear, the hand gestures we choose to use, or the types of decorations we choose to hang on our walls, It's perceived by others in the only way that they know how. It's through their own personal lenses that are shaded by their own personal experiences. So once again, the message we send may not be the message received. So what can we do? The egocentric creatures that we are, when communicating to make sure that we are creating shared meaning, with the other person. What can we do to minimize miscommunication, to minimize the misunderstanding? Well, that's what this episode is all about, so stay tuned. Inadequate communication skills can be costly in terms of relationships, reputation, and revenue. From staff to the C-suite, All employees deserve quality training that will help them be successful. If your company is looking to improve employee morale and relationships, contact Communication 24-7 today by visiting www.communication247.com for a free 30-minute consultation. When I talk about creating shared meaning, perception is at the heart of it. So to become a better communicator, you're going to have to keep remembering that constantly. But it's not enough to just remember that we perceive things differently. There have to be some things that we can try out when we're communicating so that we can make sure we're doing a decent job of it. So what are some things that we can try out? Well, the good news is there are actually a lot of things we can try out as we're communicating with other people. And these things will hopefully, it'll help have our message come across clearly and effectively. They will also minimize the potential for miscommunication and minimize the potential for misunderstanding. But today I'm going to share with you just two things that you can do. Now, why just two when I just said that there are a lot of things that we can try? Because each one of these takes time. It takes practice. It takes effort. And if you want to improve your communication skills, you're going to have to practice one thing at a time. And practice it enough times where it becomes second nature to you. So let's just start with these two and begin practicing them today. And then later on, we will introduce some other things that we can practice. The first thing I want you to practice so that you can have more clarity in your communication is to stop using abstract words. Whether you are making a statement or asking a question, be as concrete as possible. Concrete words. So for example, if I were to ask you, where can I buy a cheap car? Well, you might have some advice for me, but what's your idea of cheap? And is it the same as mine? If I don't bother to clarify what I mean by cheap, I increase the possibility for misunderstanding. So here's how that plays out. I ask you, hey, I'm interested in getting a car, um, but where, where could I get a cheap car? So you end up spending several hours locating some options for cheap cars. And then you pass them along to me. And then I see your suggestions. And then I scoff at them because obviously, do not understand what a cheap car is. Then I decide you're not taking it seriously, which naturally pisses me off because a good friend would help me out with some serious suggestions. And then you see that I'm irritated, but you don't like how I dissed your suggestions, which in turn makes you upset because you spent all that time doing some research on my behalf. And well, if your suggestions weren't going to be good enough, then I should have not even asked you in the first place. (laughs) So does this sound familiar? I'm thinking it probably does because this type of an argument or situation plays out in friendships and in relationships all the time. So who is at fault in this miscommunication? Well, it's kind of a tricky question. (laughs) One of the correct answers is yeah, it was mine as the person who was asking, saying that I wanted to get a cheap car, because I used an abstract word when I asked the original question. I asked you, where could I buy a cheap car without clarifying what I meant by cheap? Did I mean less than 5000 Did I mean less than 10000 Did I mean less than 15000 Because it's all relative, right? Cheap is an abstract word that has different meanings for different people. And if I had bothered to be more concrete in my language, and if I had phrased the question as, hey, where can I buy a car that is under 10000 then you would not have spent your time looking at options that would have been completely useless to me. So stop using abstract words today. And also, ask questions to clarify so you can avoid assuming stuff. Yes, it is perfectly acceptable to ask questions to make sure you are not misunderstanding something. Taking the same scenario, if I asked you where I could buy a cheap car, you could have avoided misunderstanding by asking me, what do I mean by cheap? So this miscommunication was just as much as your fault as it was mine. You had responsibility to clarify. It takes both the person who is speaking and the person who is listening to be aware of how abstract language increases the potential for misunderstanding. It all boils down to our different perceptions of meaning. And we have so many words we use when communicating every day that are abstract words, increasing the possibility of miscommunication and misunderstandings. Abstract words are not clearly defined. They're general, they're not specific, and they exist in the mind. We come across these words every single day in the messages we send and in the messages we receive, and then we allow ourselves to be sucked into arguments over them. So do you see why I wanted to keep today's episode limited to just two things you can begin implementing today? that's gonna help increase clarity in your communication. It's not an easy task. So for the next week, focus on recognizing when you use abstract language and then when others are using it, and then use that opportunity to clarify. Clarify by asking questions and clarify by using concrete words use words that leave little to no room for misinterpretation. When you are intentional in bringing clarity to your messages, the probability of having effective and successful communication increases dramatically. So I want you to think of this as an experiment. And then next week, let me know how it goes. Be sure to tune in to the next episode where my guest and I are going to continue this conversation about clarity. We're going to talk about some communication techniques that help you access the stuff that's invisible, the stuff that's not said out loud, the stuff that will help you have a perceptual shift. Also, we'll discuss the one question you can ask that is guaranteed to help you get clarity while communicating every single time. It's a fantastic conversation, so don't miss it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review.